Well, we were so in sync. That was that was a good clap too. That was so good. I I, I got a got a top tier clap from that one. Yeah, like like both of us, we were both. That was a good sound. Yeah. God. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a good clap week of glowing weak points. I'm gonna have to I'm include host, the clap. John. And uh, here's my co-host, well, slightly lesser clap wombat. That's me. <laughs> That's uh, my full name. Going, man? <laughs> uh, that, that is slightly longer or slightly lesser clap. Ronaldo Wombat Wombatson. <laughs> right. No, I'm I'm okay. I'm real tired from school and everything, but I'm I'm doing okay. You know, I've been. I was a little worried I wouldn't have time to like do stuff. But I've been doing stuff. I mean, nothing active, because I'm still not that kind of person yet, but I All have right. free time, uh, well, and I like using let's it. Get in, let's get into the glowing weak point. Uh, I'll go first for the first time, Please, literally ever. Please, thank God. Um, <laughs> um, speaking of uh, getting active again, I went back to the gym. Oh, uh, shit. For the first time in over a month. Almost... Oh, two months actually because uh the month of july was horrible for me because it was just getting sick back to back to back and then just couldn't get back there in august i, I know it is august i mean although i guess this comes out in not august yeah um probably unless i decide to edit it tonight yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. It's I know, possible. I know how this works. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Maybe now I'll do it just to spite you. Yeah, it's only because I've tricked you into doing it. <laughs> um, but now I won't do it. We're uh-huh. just, we're just playing See, the Princess like Bride know, mind games. Like I know. <laughs> um. Yeah, and actually, so. Uh, because it's been so long since I've done it, we decided to just start over. And the way you start over with five three one is is you've got to figure out your one round max for each of the major lifts. And uh, oh shit, you be lifting, you bro? Is, oh yeah, dude. Uh, strength training is the only thing I do. Like, I do a little <laughs> bit of cardio at the end, but. I mean, strength training is one of the best things you can do for your body um, because it helps all of your body. Um, It's like, even if you are not trying to get swole or anything, and I'm not trying to get swole, let's be realistic here. I'm a fatty. Um, Even if you're not trying to get swole or something uh, or built or ripped or any of that, you want to have some strength training in there because it, it... it's just good for your entire body. Um, but I I did some lifts that were uh, new records for me. Oh. <laughs> for having not been to the gym in two months. Sometimes your body needs a little bit of rest, and then you can come back more powerful than ever. Not two months. <laughs> uh uh, I did a squat and uh, yeah. How long was Goku dead out. for? And then he came back, and then he was he was so it's, much stronger. It's anime. It's <laughs> anime. Also, he was training the entire time he was dead. 
training his um, spirit body. Didn't he come back as his spirit body, though? I think he did. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he just flew from hell to here. I think that is um, how it went. Uh, so, uh, did, did squats and found out that my new one round max, uh, one rep max is 150, which is considerably more than all of my last ones have been. <laughs> um, I don't remember what my bench was, but it was a good bit higher than, than I have as well. Uh, so I was, I was very pleased with that. That's and impressive. for the very first time, I have surpassed my wife in the squats. Oh shit! Uh, for for years now, we have been neck and neck in our uh, our squat uh, capabilities, and gotta work those glutes. I beat her. Yeah, yeah. Got a fine ass now. Oh yeah. So what about you? What's your glowing weak point? I don't have one. <laughs> it's the show. You, you've got to have one. I understand Make it's the show, up. John, but listen, all I do is I go to school, right? And then I come yeah. home and I watch Breaking Bad because that's been my newest <laughs> fixation. And okay. uh, sometimes, I, oh, you, you know what? Actually, I finally found the boxes where all of my specific things were uh, located. Um like, like it, it wasn't all me either. Uh, Mitchell found the box that had my DS in it, so I finally have my DS back. Um, I found the box that has my light novels, so uh, I, I found the light novel that we're going to be reading next 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 week. Uh, That's good. Yep. I, I haven't I, ordered it yet. I found all of my Switch games, and I've I've started playing Xenoblade Chronicles again. I'm in the I'm in the very end game now. It's 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 fun. Uh, yeah, I just found okay. shit. I found shit. That was nice. It, it was especially nice okay. to find the DS because I was really looking for that and wanted it. Okay. Yep. Cool. Let's move on to news. I have nothing else. <laughs> uh, all right. I included that. I included some news here specifically for you, John. Uh, I don't know if you know if you if you read all of them. Oh, none of them. Oh, none of them. Uh, well, I I briefly skimmed through the one that you commented on, and. Uh, that that's it. Is it the one you're clicking on right now, or is it the one that's highlighted? No, no, it's the the one that you commented on. Oh, Thomas. I, I was really hoping. I, I was really hoping you would read this one down here. Oh, but I'd have to disable my ad blocker for that. I know. I had to disable two ad blockers to read it because Metro sucks. <sighs> but Ugh. it's okay. We can go through it. We we got this. We got this, John. All right. So. In Destiny Two, they're 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 ramping up their their newest <laughs> yeah. season. In, this one's fun <laughs> in preparation for an expansion, right? And and there's a raid right now. It's it's called the uh, the King's Fall raid. Yeah, it's from D one. Yeah, it's actually really good. It is probably either the best or the second best raid in the game right now. And uh, while 
it's uh re you know right they brought it back from the last one and it's supposedly one of the hardest ones from d1 it is perhaps the easiest raid <laughs> <laughs> and i love it because it's it's actually it's a breeze to go through well that's good like, there's 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 nothing really bad about it, except for the one bit where occasionally, if you fuck up, Golgoroth can scream really loud and hurt you. Yeah, that's the... Like, uh, like actually hurt you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing it's a breeze, because if you die against the mid-boss Golgoroth, then an ear-piercing scream will, will sound throughout your entire house <laughs> and deafen you, your family, and all of your pets. Um, I, uh, and they, they, Bungie has known about this for at least four days as of today and no fix has been implemented. Of course not. Do you, you don't have any idea how long it takes to implement a fix? I don't. But it does feel you, you, like you, with Bungie's number of people and the fact this is an audio issue, it feels like it shouldn't be that difficult. It it would have to be a a physical patch to the game, so it's not just something that can they can do server side, uh, which means that since they are on five six different storefronts now, I think. Uh, that means that they have to get approval from all of those storefronts in order to release the patch. Jesus. They have to go through the test. Yeah, that's, that is how development works. So it's, it's, I mean, this isn't even the only bug in the game right now. There's, there's, there's bugs where, um. No, I'm uh, sure there are others. Like right, right now the resilience is one of your stats and you can build towards it and like at a hundred resilience, you take like 40% less damage. I fucking hate resilience Uh, whenever I see it as a stat because I feel like it should just fall under endurance or vitality. There's no such thing as endurance. There's no such thing as vitality. Okay. Um, so uh yeah 40 percent less i th- I think it's 40 percent it's a lot it's a big percentage and it's one of the few places you can get damage resistance in the game uh, except for uh arc warlocks and arc titans um arc is the new class in the game i mean it's old but they just redid it so it is it is the current new boo and um so everyone's playing a lot of arc except for uh, arc titans and arc warlocks because it just doesn't work for those classes <laughs> at all amazing you get zero damage resistance from resilience which makes it real hard to play those classes because that's a a lot of damage that you're taking now that you're not supposed to be um what i'm hearing is destiny like- 2 is a perfectly made game no notes <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's it, it's got its problems, but they are actually much better at fixing them in a timely manner than uh, most other developers that are doing the same thing nowadays. Okay. So, um, and the quick quick clarification here because Kotaku, most of these articles are coming from Kotaku, by the way. Um, yeah. They they call the season two different things. So first, it, within the span of one paragraph. So first they call it Season of Plunder, and then they call it mm-hmm. Season of the Plunder. 
Is it is it season of plunder or season of the plunder? I'm pretty sure it's season of plunder. That makes uh, more sense. It it doesn't matter at all. No, uh, probably not. But I just thought it was kind of funny just, that they did that within one paragraph. Yeah, I went I went to the website and it is officially season of plunder. So uh, okay, you can drop the drop the the drop the the. Uh, drop the the. And I did, I did listen to the fucking, um, the sound itself, and it really is, uh, I, I knew it was coming, so I just didn't put my headset on right, and I just kind of held, held the headset close to my ear, and I didn't yeah. need to, um, it could have been on the opposite side of the room from me, and I would have heard the fucking blood-curdling scream <laughs> that Golgoroth gives. So I've gone through twice, gone through the raid twice since it's come out, and both times were with a group of mostly newbies, and both times we beat Golgoroth first try. So, I, I mean, but I mean, you were you carrying. Really shouldn't be. <laughs> I, I mean, I was a newbie the first time, didn't know anything about it, so it, it's not bad. I mean, but maybe if you're playing Destiny Two and you think you might lose to Golgoroth, just uh, turn the volume. Yeah, just wipe way down. Just, just, just wipe before <laughs> you get to that point. <laughs> okay, what what would you like to talk about next, John? Pick one. Um, except for the last one. That's the the, the one that's set off on its own. Yeah, that's yeah, for last. Yeah. Um. So let's let's talk about Sony. First of all, um, there are actually PS5s out there now. Um, supposedly, like, I haven't seen them. Like, like le- legitimately, there are there are PS5s just sitting on shelves in some places. There was not at my Best Buy last week. Who goes to Best Buy nowadays? But yeah, people like, I looking mean, for a it, PS5. It is, oh gosh, like. Do you need to hold the thing before you order it on Amazon? That's the only reason why you go to Best Buy. Oh, is it on Amazon? Um, I don't know. Because I bet you if I go to Amazon, it's not there. Legitimately, that is the only reason to go to Best Buy is because you want to hold something in your hand before you uh, purchase it on Amazon. Mm, It's the, the Horizon Forbidden West bundle is available by invitation. As is the the normal console, and that's huh. all they have. They have the Horizon bundle and the normal console, and it says available by invitation, which means I think they don't actually have it. Or you could get it for nine hundred and seventy nine dollars with free shipping from a scalper. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm good on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what is this news thing? So, the news is that PlayStation is uh, upping the price of the PS5. Uh, Does it say... The article I read did not say how much. Uh, In everywhere except the United States, it seems. Uh, Yeah. Okay. The United States is not being upped, but all, all other regions are seeing a price increase because of inflation. And so that immediately made people say, uh, 
hey, what are Xbox and Nintendo going to do in response to that? Are they going to raise up their Xbox and Switch prices? To which the answer is no. Yeah. Maybe later. We're not going to yeah. we're not going to commit to not doing it. But like Eh? Do you know how much a uh, PS5 costs now? Um, it's five hundred dollars new for the disc edition, and four hundred okay for the uh, the digital edition. But again, that's the United so, States. Uh, everywhere yeah, else in, is seeing in Europe, in Europe. They they raised it about fifty euros. It looks like so it went from five hundred euros to five forty nine ninety nine. Um, and then 400 to 449. I'm assuming 400 because uh, usually they like to keep Europe and US the same numbers, albeit more expensive in Europe because the euro is better. Um, yeah, it looks like about a $50 to $100 increase, the equivalent. Yeah, I, I can't across I can't all speak regions to uh, the increase in Japan, China, Australia, Mexico, or Canada because. I don't know how Canadian dollars work or yen or <laughs> yeah Australian dollars or uh, Canadian gosh, dollars. Australian dollars have to be ridiculous because it's like 800 uh, Australian dollars for the disk drive. That's ridiculous. Canadian dollars work by making a $15 book in America, $20 in Canadian dollars. Okay, so that's so it's like a third more. That's the exchange rate, unless they're just um, fleecing Canadians for books. <laughs> they should. <laughs> Canadians shouldn't read. Uh, so yeah, like that's. <sighs> I mean, it's a significant price increase. Yeah. Um. And it's I weird hate that the concept of inflation. I also hate it. And, and it's weird that they're using inflation as the re- reason when it's not hitting this price increase is not hitting the United States, which is seeing horrible fucking inflation right now. I mean, the entire world is 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 being hit with with ridiculous levels of inflation. Right. Um, it's it's not just us. I but mean, it's we're the ones who are just, experiencing this. Yeah, it's literally the news cycle every day in America is like inflation. How it's yeah. not price gouging? <laughs> Answer: It is though. Yeah, uh, I don't think that they can afford to uh, change it here simply because uh, we're their biggest market. So the gamers if, would riot. They, yeah, the, I mean, it would it would basically just end this generation. I mean, PS5's already really far behind because uh, people can get Not their hands get on one. Xboxes and <laughs> Nintendos. And, like, the, the Switch has been around for a bit now, and it's still doing pretty well. Oh, and... yeah. That was actually something I, I enjoyed reading in this little article. It was they, uh, they did have, like, statements from Xbox and Nintendo in response to it. Xboxes was like, mm. uh, we're constantly evaluating our business to offer fans great gaming options. The The retail yeah. price will remain as it is for, you know, with the unspoken for now. But Nintendo's was yeah. like, our competition is all of the entertainment in the world. 
And we always <laughs> we always think about pricing in terms of the value of the fun we offer. Nintendo has sold more than a hundred million Switch units so far, and it's important to maintain the momentum of our overall business. Translated to normal person speak, this is, uh, people buy Switches a lot, and as long as people are buying them, we're making money. So why would we raise yeah, the price? Like, <laughs> We are not we are not experiencing any issues right now. So why would we change something? Right. Like, <laughs> and, and like um, this PS5 price increase is really just going to hit scalpers because that's the only people who can get their hands on PS5s. <laughs> like I said, they're on shelves right now, just not in Texas. So they, not in they Texas. Keep them out of there. Yeah. Uh, as they should. We're barely America Texas. anyway. Every, yeah, everyone. <laughs> everything make it the third world they're trying to be um <laughs> please don't i live here <laughs> do it do it <laughs> i have to suffer right. the consequences of that speaking of nintendo uh does denuvo currently deal with uh nintendo's anti-piracy um uh, okay so the the headline I wrote for this was Denuvo, notorious DRM-ridden anti-piracy software developer, to try and sell Nintendo Switch anti-piracy software to third-party developers. Nintendo not involved. So basically, Denuvo on its own uh, created a product is is selling a product now called Nintendo Switch Emulator Protection that prevents Switch games, you know, prevents, because Denuvo doesn't actually do anything. No. Um, It gets cracked within a month. Right, from being pirated on PC. So they did this entirely without Nintendo's involvement. Nintendo did not ask them for this. Nintendo does not seem to care or want it. Uh... Denuvo just did it on their own and started selling it to third-party developers. Which was is weird to me. Like why would you why would you go through all this for no guaranteed payoff? Yeah. And like the Switch is very vulnerable to pr- piracy. Uh, like, like yeah, we've talked built on Android. Yeah, and we've talked before about how like Metroid Dread was pirated before it was even fucking released at a higher fucking frame rate than it was on the Switch. Yeah, but like Nintendo doesn't seem to care that their games get pirated because people still buy them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they they do go after uh, ROM sites. Like they 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 do actively yeah, they, go after ROM sites. They'll they'll hunt but, them down and stuff. But they never they've never been interested. It seems in putting this uh, anti piracy shit on the games themselves. No, because uh, it it usually causes problems. Is, yeah, is what happens. It 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 causes a an error between the. Uh, game itself and the hardware because it has to like check with things and has to keep checking so you can't just write a code to like once off at the beginning run and then keep going so that just means that you just keep having to go back to this one line of code over and over again and that lags things and 
Yeah. Yeah, like, like the most common issue is that it slows the games way down just by being there. And that's before yeah. you even get into the DRM always online bullshit that that De Novo is fucking infamous for. Yes. Which they can't really do on the Switch considering uh the Switch doesn't have of like the internet and the Switch is weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, it, it, the Switch doesn't got, like internet. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so you can't do anything to make it be always online because uh, it it isn't. <laughs> just by default. Yeah, just, just like it, it has to be able to move around a house, move around a city, move around a country. Like, yeah, at, at any moment. It's not like you unplug it and you move it somewhere else. It's, it can be on that entire time. So the Switch, yeah. is, as a result, like like it's a really great handheld thing, but it's very mm-hmm. bad with anything to do with internet. Yeah. Like, like just horrible. And mm-hmm. honestly, this is just an example of how uh, the free market, the marketplace of ideas, doesn't actually root out um, useless eaters. Uh, because Denuvo <laughs> is entirely useless eaters, and here they are releasing shit nobody needs or wants, and I mean trying to they sell do it. They do keep they do keep your game from being pirated uh, for a for month. a month for a month. Yeah, and um, and it pisses off the entire gaming community every time they hear that Denuvo is on your fucking disc. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is are there any actual cases of someone purchasing the Nintendo Switch Denuvo Nintendo Switch emulator protection? Um, not yet. Not yet, because I think it's either it's either about to come out or it's or it just came out. Like they 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 just announced it during a Gamescom 2022 where, where they said they will begin mm. selling a new product, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. Well. So th- it's like developed. I, it is fully developed, though. I I would I would be very surprised if anyone besides EA actually uses this. Right. Because um, any of the indie developers who are really the ones who will need it because they are going hungry uh for this they need all the money they can get um will will be using this because like even the even the indie developers will be like yeah it's it's nintendo like everyone everyone downloads roms for nintendo things eventually right there as far as i'm aware there's not a good nintendo switch emulator currently like there is an emulator already but there's not a good one there are good emulations but in general, your best bet for playing the game is still going to be using the hardware, right. buying the actual game and doing it. Um, it's not like, you know, Game Boy Advanced is just better on VBA. Like, Game Boy games are just better on the computer now. Um, Which it's, is true. It's, it, it is true. Uh, honestly, DS games are almost at that point. Um, 3DS games are getting closer. 
I mean, really, uh, if the if the Steam Deck can have the uh, VBA VBA on it, that might be that might now be the best way to play uh, Game yeah. Boy games. If the Steam yeah. Deck can get the get VBA on it, which I bet it can. I bet it can. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like it, it's, but you know, it's it's still not great to play GameCube games or Wii games on the computer. Like the emulators exist, Dolphins out there, but it's it's just not the same quality. The GameCube as, is still as better. playing on the GameCube. Yeah. Or playing on the Wii. Uh, so like there's, there's still hurdles to get through and, you know, people do use those emulators because like you can't buy a, a GameCube anymore. Like they're, they're, you'd have to get it on, on eBay or something. They come through uh, my local game store every now and then they're like 40 bucks. Fingers crossed that it works. Um, versus like you can just download this ROM right now and, and play it on the emulator. Uh, switch is different. It's their current product. They are selling them. They're still on shelves. The games are all out there, and you can still download them all. So, like, this... And this is for people looking really far down the line, which is stupid, because once the Nintendo Switch stops being supported, it just completely stops getting supported. Like, that's how Nintendo does it. They're like, GameCube's done. Throw it all away. We're moving on to the next thing. Right. Look how quickly uh, the Wii U disappeared from everything. Yeah. As soon I mean, as was, the Switch was announced, the Wii U fucking disappeared. Yeah. And which is very unfortunate because it was a really good way of emulating uh, Game Boy games. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only purpose for it was it, it had a really good emulator for Game Boy Advance games and stuff. It also had the um, best version of Wind Waker. Mm, uh, well, I mean, Wind Waker's a bad game anyways, so don't care. Oh, but they cut uh, the ocean in like, half. I mean, that is a good move. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like just... It doesn't make sense to do this because people are, with Nintendo, if it's an active thing, they're going to be more likely to actually get it. Um, whereas, and then once it's done, it's done. Like, the, the developers aren't going to be getting any money from it because the Switch store is going to be gone. And uh, Walmart's going to stop selling uh, <laughs> whatever stupid EA games are on Nintendo Switch. So you're not going to be making money anyways. And you mentioned the indie developers earlier. I'd be interested in seeing the price tag on this fucking shit to see if it would even be worth it for an indie developer to buy it. Um, no, it wouldn't. Right. Like, the people it could most help are people who can't afford it. So, like, yep. De Nouveau are useless eaters, is my point, and they should die, but they won't <laughs> because investors keep them afloat. All right, tell me about Steam. 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 Oh, this one. Uh, the Steam Curator system used to maliciously review bomb, review bomb games developed by people who won't give codes to scammers. So basically, this this developer behind a game called Brock, which is about like it's a it's an alligator, uh, okay, is a point and click beat 'em up starring an alligator. 
Okay. But basically, he noticed he was getting a whole bunch of emails from people asking for codes. So he decided to play a little game. Like, he would give out codes, like Steam keys, to the free demo for the game. And then mm-hmm. if if people, like, responded, like, hey, this this isn't the correct key, then those were, like, real people. And if they yeah. didn't, then they were probably just key resellers who sell on, like, yes. the, the gray website shit, you know? Yeah. The gray yeah. web. The, uh, yeah, no, th- those those are horrible <laughs> sites. Yeah. L- like, I hate them. There's a whole bunch of key resellers constantly asking Steam developers for keys, claiming mm-hmm. that they're, like, like uh, YouTubers, critics, reviewers, whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he played this little game. Well, it came back to bite him in the ass because a whole bunch of Steam curators um, left negative reviews on the game after, like, they changed positive reviews to negative ones a- after after this happened. And, like, you, as the developer, you can go in and see that, right? Yeah. So so basically Steam's curator system is being abused by key resellers in order to to uh make people fall in line or attempt to anyway. Yeah. Which is uh, like Yeah. That I mean that I'm sorry for the uh the dev for this cuz that's that's dumb. Yeah. Uh, but like Steam, the this is what happens every time to like you as a reviewer, you can ask for keys, and and it's entirely up to the developer to say yes or no. Uh, but oftentimes, like they'll say yes. Um, so that's how like IGN and um, Kotaku and you know Shotgun, whatever Rock Paper Shotgun, them. Polygon, yeah, Rock Paper Shotgun. Yeah, that's how they get all their their review versions of games. Is they they ask, yeah, and they're like, "Hey, can 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 we get a uh, review version of the game?" And they go, "Sure, here you go." And and they give an early key, and they write their review, and yeah, everyone's happy. Um, but a lot of other people will say, "Hey, I'm you know, I've I have this. Uh, I'm an independent reviewer and." Yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm a white dude, so I have a podcast. Um, can I, I did try to get a uh, key from somebody once, <laughs> and then they were like, "Trash!" And then they were like, "Can you can you prove to me like how you're a reviewer and st-? and I just didn't respond to them. I'm just like, no, I'm not going to send you my podcast and show you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, and a lot of people just pretend that they do, and then they take those keys and they resell them, uh, because you can get a pretty good amount of money for it, and it costs you nothing. Um, and there's a bunch of sites that are not Steam that you can buy things on, but some of them, like Humble Bundle, are authorized retailers. Like, Humble Bundle is partnered with Steam, they are connected in a way, so you can buy official steam keys 
on Humble Bundle and the developers the wanted their key to be there. Yes. Uh, whereas things like G2A or Kingwin or are, are I've never not heard of that one. <laughs> Kingwin? Yeah. Kingwin, yeah. Uh, and uh, Kingwin was actually the one that was referenced in that article. Oh, really? Um, they have a, a link to the key itself. Um, G2A tries to pretend that they're legitimate, um, but constantly they are constantly in the news for their illegitimacy yeah like so, g2a is the one i've heard of uh yeah i mean because they pretend and then argue when developers yell at them and sue them and stuff and they've been the subject like, oh. of more than one jimquisition episode basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know stick to stick to what's real and also, don't review bomb people. Yeah. Like, this... And, and I also wanted to point out especially that Especially this... not indie people. Unless they're Nazis. Right. <laughs> but, but like, I, I wanted to point out how Steam, like, introduced this curator system fucking, like, years ago, right? And now it's mm -hmm. just kind of dead on their fucking website. Nobody really uses it or cares about it. But it's still there and, and allowed to be abused. And, like, they yeah. could just get rid of this thing nobody cares about and that nobody uses and that they aren't moderating and save themselves and developers a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. They could just get rid of anything that's dead on their fucking... And instead of just cluttering the store page with more and more shit every year. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Ugh. Speaking of game game stores, uh, GameStop is going to give a undetermined pay increase to uh, their upper level employees, as well as a twenty one thousand dollar stock option for high level and senior store leadership, uh, which is pretty dope. I wish they were also going to uh, give a little boost to the uh, grunts. Yeah, they're they're giving but, nothing to people who do any of the actual work, and I mean that's not true because GameStop each GameStop has like four people that work there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it really is. It's like four people. You've got two uh, nobody grunts. You've got an assistant manager, and you've got the general manager. It 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 really is like like four people that work at a GameStop. Um. So the way this works is um, the store manager, the general manager of the store, is gets the stock options. Uh, the assistant manager gets a presumably sizable pay increase. It's, you know. I'm going to guess this comes down uh, to bonuses because it says um, they get the $21,000 worth of Oh no! For assistant store leaders and senior guest advisors, it's an undisclosed yeah. increase in hourly pay. For store leaders, it's in the form of a twenty-one thousand dollars stock option, um, along with the opportunity to earn additional compensation every quarter by hitting goals for performance-based equity grants. Yeah, yeah, bonuses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so I mean that that is very good for 
the workers of GameStop. Not great for the grunts, but you don't stay a grunt for long. You either quit your job and go on to something newer and better, or you move up to uh, senior guest advisor or assistant store leaders. And honestly, that can happen pretty quickly. I've heard multiple stories from people who are like, yeah, I worked at GameStop for three to six months, and then I was moved to an assistant manager position. Like, wow, <laughs> that's that's a pretty quick turnaround. But then again, there's like four people that work there. <laughs> He's so like, yeah, the one dude above it, me quit. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, if you manage to stay there for three to six months, then uh, honestly, yeah, it's not surprising you're getting moved up. Um, This is, however, a case of uh, the news being shitty. And the news is shitty a lot. Uh huh. Let's let's be real. Like like there's there are no good news sites. There are there are no good. They're they're all bad. No, remember, um, you know how Washington Post says democracy dies in darkness. Yeah. Ask them yeah, to say anything about Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Exactly. Ask them to say <laughs> one thing about Jeff Bezos. No, they will. They, they will. One They'll true say thing. Jeff Be- <laughs> Jeff Bezos, best manager of all time. Good for planet, Jeff Bezos. Um, so this article from Kotaku uh, was titled, GameStop will start paying some employees with meme stock. The meme stock being GameStop's stock. Own stock, yeah. For, I mean, You know how it was a meme two years ago during the Reddit like, shit? I, I mean, it's it's still like... It's technically accurate, but it's it's st- but like it's bullshit. <laughs> this would be an okay headline if it was like GameStop's going to give twenty thousand dollars stock options for like AMC or Bed Bath and Beyond, right? Which are also <laughs> meme stocks currently. Like if I, GameStop was giving away AMC stock, that would be this would be a good headline. <laughs> yeah. But, but they don't have AMC stock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's not what's going on here, obviously. Um, so it's just kind of dumb. It's it's that's that's bad news. Um, bad news. Shout out. Fake news. <laughs> shout out to Luke Plunkett, the author of this article, though, for his his first line in, in this article. GameStop. A very coherent and logical company that sells physical video games, but also fluffy toys, worthless NFTs, and the promise of a get-rich-quick scheme, just announced an improved compensation scheme for the most senior employees of its bricks-and-mortar video game stores. (laughs) Yeah, nothing about the fact that the entire business is quickly evolving and... uh... (laughs) Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, also, this is apparently part of GameStop's attempts to pursue p- profitability, because I guess mm-hmm. even after all the mass layoffs they did at their their headquarters and the the Game Informer magazine, which still exists for some reason, um, yeah, they're still not profitable enough as a company. Which to me should say that GameStop should just stop. Mm-hmm. They should. They should game stop. 
Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> dig, dig the hole any further. All right, so Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, claims that exclusives are not the future. Meanwhile, Xbox buys Activision and Bethesda. But to be fair, Xbox has been more open to crossplay than Sony in the past. That is what Wombat wrote. Um, I, I want to go ahead and say that uh, no shit. Phil Spencer, as they purchased Activision and Bethesda, uh, have both times said, we are not making these exclusives. Like, Bethesda is staying the same company it was. We're just going to, you know, make a lot more money and have more fingers in the pie, making them maybe make less shitty games. Because Bethesda makes shitty games. Unless Bethesda Um, is not making the game. If they're just publishing a game, it's usually good. Eh, it's okay. Um, New Vegas and Doom 2016 are great. I hated New Vegas. Um, Also, like with with regards to crossplay, like definitely they are. They've always been open to crossplay. Like especially once they started doing their internal crossplay between Windows and Xbox, uh, they have when they they got that working, they immediately started working towards just opening it up. Uh, so they it's not just uh, Halo between Xbox and the Windows Store. It's also the Steam Store, and they do things with the Epic Game Store. And, like, Destiny was first available cross-play because of Xbox. Like, Xbox came to them and was like, hey, let's do cross-play. And they were like, thank you, for fuck's sake, we've been asking for this forever. And then Sony was a last-minute tack-on to the crossplay where they're like oh and we finally got Sony to agree last second because Xbox has been yelling about how they were so good with crossplay with Destiny <laughs> for months now Sony felt bad and decided to do this um so like this is kind of a no shit like this is this is not news so here's here's where I stand with this. First of all, I understand what Phil Spencer says, and he says a lot of the right shit, but he's also the head of Xbox, and at the very least, like a hundred millionaire or some shit, right? Like, oh yeah, for like, sure. This is not a man of the people who's used to telling the truth. This is this is corporate bullshit artist Phil Spencer. Yeah. You know, so he says, like, oh, we'll keep Call of Duty as a multi-platform title for at least some period of time, you know, like, he'll say that shit, and then it'll be like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." but what about later? What about after that period of time? But I do believe that he will not make things exclusive. I, I don't think... That will happen. And that's because I think what this is all about is, uh, and I, I'm getting this from other people as well, or that's where I get it from, rather. Like, this is about expanding into Asia. This is... I I, I, I will argue one point about the, um, the for some time bullshit because that's just claire jackson the author of this post uh kind of farting out her ass oh yeah does Uh, it not say that in the uh original no 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 not not even fucking close to it (laughs) 
<laughs> Our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. See, this is another thing yeah. where Kotaku does bad journalism. Like yeah, they, they, they get they, do. they get uh, things well, good uh, sometimes, and then other times they'll. In their attempts to be cool with people like me, they will they will say shit that is just not true. Yeah, that that's why I prefer the news. Like <laughs> the actual, just give me the fucking details, and I'll make my own opinion. Um, but the thing the is, vid- video game is shit that... doesn't make the news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and and like I said, like the news, no matter where you get the news, it's going to be colored. Like, right. The the Really, the only way you can get it is from the horse's mouth, and that's really hard to do. And even they are going to be doing it their own way, especially if it's a company involved. Um, but, like, uh, th- that's, this is bullshit. Like, Phil- they have been consistent with their claims that they're not doing all of these for exclusives. That they're you're right. They're trying to get into Asia. They're they're doing their best to to just open up their making it third party to first party or second party, however they they choose to do it. Um, and this is not to like pull these games off of other things. Um, and can, they've been incredibly consistent about this. So. I mean, certainly they're they're still gonna have exclusives. Like okay. next next the next ten games that come out that are exclusives, you can't do a gotcha on me because it's the fucking industry. Like, of course there are going to be exclusives, but you're not going to see exclusives of uh, the things that Activision and Bethesda are known for. The next Doom and Diablo and Warcraft and and all StarCraft and stuff are not going to be exclusives to Xbox. The new Call of Duties and stuff are not going to be exclusives to Xbox. It's they'll when Activision makes a weird game, <laughs> like like a non-Activision game, uh, that that'll probably be an Xbox exclusive. So um, at I'm- least for a while. I'm skimming through this article that was linked when they said, like, for some time, Call of Duty will be available. And it's one of the least coherent articles I've ever fucking, like, attempted. Agreed. But, um... Yes. No. It's a a very bad article. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's just chock full of opinion. But, like, the first up... Or, no, I guess it's the second update is, uh... After re-reading and rereading the tweet dozens of times, it sounds much less definitive than it first appeared. Desire is a lot less firm than intent, and seems to leave the door open to Microsoft and Sony failing to come to some future agreement that keeps the series playable on PS5. Like, of of course he has to couch his terms in... Like he can't, he can't just say, "I promise that this other company that is our dire enemy will uh, <laughs> always be fine with this shit." Remember like, when the No Man's Sky guy made a whole bunch of promises? <laughs> exactly. Like he, he, he's not gonna go out there and be like, "I pledge that you can fucking rip my testicles off and kill me if I say a lie now. And I this thing that is entirely out of my control will happen. <laughs> uh, you've heard it here first. If the sky isn't fluorescent purple tomorrow, I will kill myself. 
like no like this this is such a bullshit article Uh, okay but but where claire jackson is getting her wording from is from one little paragraph right in the middle it's part of the Mm -hmm. third update i think that says for at least uh, like bloomberg is reporting saying that for at least the new next two years microsoft is committed to releasing call of duty on playstation this is where claire jackson is getting her for for the time being that that language from that line right there so uh at some point microsoft clarified to bloomberg for at least the next two years so I'm I'm looking at the actual official Bloomberg article, like the article itself, and basically it comes down to agreements struck before the deal will be honored. Okay. Th- that that is that is the only thing that they know. <laughs> so like they've they've that's what it comes down to is they have agreements for the next two years. So Xbox will not destroy contract law and will successfully run a business for (laughs) another two years at which point they will do whatever they want which in this case is the things that they're fucking saying now like (laughs) listen as shit as kotaku is at this their normal articles are at least better than like ign's or polygons I I mean I like a lot of Polygon stuff, but Polygon does really good I, like I investigative also, shit, but their their day to day articles are generally dog shit. I mean, this is pretty dog shit. This is like, real bad too. <laughs> this this is this is some bottom tier shit. This is this is one of the worst news articles I have read in a while. Um, just entirely uh anyways um but yeah this is this is probably this is probably about um xbox wanting to expand into asia xbox doesn't sell shit in fucking asia they they can buy like activision and bethesda and people in asia are at least more prone to buying those than they are anything that microsoft has been putting out so maybe they can start selling xboxes in asia if they have fucking like crash bandicoot on it yeah that's basically Mm -hmm. what it comes down to most likely yep (laughs) yeah and this article doesn't touch on that like at all (laughs) yeah all right last article go for it all right so this is the bad opinion piece hour this is a new segment um metro took a took a reader's submission and they presented it for the world to see so this is this is fair game in my opinion all right so this is this is metro.co.uk the article not metro the series of video games right Continue. Uh, the title of this is hades desperately needs dlc and i'd happily pay for it um and basically, what he's saying is, there's just not enough Hades. He just wants to keep playing Hades, and there's not enough to go around. 
and and comparing it to Dead Cells that has a ton of DLC and remains relevant in the conversation today because of it. I haven't heard of Dead Cells in such a long time. Hades is <laughs> way more popular than Dead Cells to this day. Um, yeah. So dramatically in preparation for this, I, I know that Supergiant has made a statement before that they will probably never do DLC again. They did it one time for Bastion at the behest of their publisher, who I think was Microsoft. Um, like I, I think it was on Xbox Live Arcade. And th- the reason it was difficult for me to track down this statement is I think it was a tweet of some kind and none of the like looking up. Um, Supergiant DLC just got me a bunch of screen rant and game rant articles about how Hades should have DLC. It was uh, Warner. It was Warner? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically, Supergiant put out one DLC ever, hated it, said they will never do it again. And, like, maybe they, they've been open to the idea of like, maybe they would do a sequel to Hades, even though they've never done a sequel before. Like it's on the table mm-hmm. for them. They they've talked openly about that, but they would never yeah. put out a DLC and you shouldn't want them to. You should not no. want games to have DLC. You should fucking love that Hades is a game that you can put a fucking hundred hours into and it's a complete game that you paid for that mm-hmm. and, it's, and it came out complete it came out complete yeah like yeah. super giant games is very very good as a developer for actually uh releasing a thing and the thing is released and, and then it's done yeah like you've, you have it you have <laughs> they don't need to fix it they don't need to change anything they don't need to add anything you just get the game and then you have the game most of the patches done to hades were done prior to like official release like during early access after release yeah. like most patches have just been bug fixes mm-hmm. and, and that's what you should want that like like why are you knocking down their door to give them money for DLC you don't even know about that isn't ever going yeah. to exist. Like what if it was shit DLC? Yeah. You know? Like I just don't understand this kind of mindset in people where they're like this game I get so much enjoyment out of. Like it just needs more and I would pay more for them to just add more. Well then, but then you're you're just buying a new game. You should ask them to make yeah. a new game. Yeah, it should just be, hey, uh, you did a great job on this. Uh, I'm looking forward to your next one. And I honestly find Dead Cells a very bad comparison because I don't want to buy De- Dead Cells DLC, and it's expensive. It's no. like ten dollars a DLC. That I I really enjoyed De- uh, Dead Cells when it came out. I haven't played it in it's many many variations since but um i i don't there was plenty like there was plenty of game there right and i know that they've only added a hundred thousand things much of which is bad but uh like i don't i wouldn't want more of it And, and like, the the person writing this article even touches on, like, like the unofficial mod that added Apollo to Hades. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. 
that's there. If you want more Hades, people have made more Hades for free. Yep. yep. You can add more Hades. And you mm-hmm. don't you don't have to get super giant to break their fucking principles to get it. <laughs> yep. Like ask for Hades 2 is my point. Don't ask for yeah. DLC. Nope. And maybe even don't ask for Hades 2, because Hades is pretty much just Bastion 3. <laughs> or 4. Bastion 3? 4. It's Bastion 4. Because it, it went Bastion, Transistor, Pyre, and then Hades. And each one is like building on the other. Like, like they're taking ideas that worked in one game and taking it to a new idea and building on it and making it better. That's what Supergiant's yeah. been doing this whole time. Like... So whatever they do next, it's going to be, it's going to have a similar feel to Hades. Yeah, because that's that's how they work. <laughs> It'll be Hades, but better. Right, and that's what we should want. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do game facts. Game facts: the facts about the witness. The witness. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this one. Yeah, you have. Have I? Yeah, it's like a 2006 game. Okay. I mean, we'll uh, see. Maybe even sooner. Maybe it's 2016. Uh, I don't remember. 2016. I knew there was a six in there. Just missed the one. The Witness is a puzzle video game developed and published by Jonathan Blow at Thecla Inc. for PS4, Xbox One, Windows, Mac OS, iOS, and NVIDIA Shield. You don't hear that one too often. I mean, that's like saying you developed something for the uh, Google Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? In my side of the world, I hear a lot of people talking about Stadia. Really? And yes, the Why? reason is because uh, Destiny is various levels of free on Stadia. I see. And. If you are on a trip or something and you didn't get to bring your console or computer with you, uh, you still have your phone on you, you can, if you're missing something that week, you can hop in on Stadia and get whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> like, like every every week, someone's like, oh, you can still get it, just use Stadia. Like uh, I have that! playing on it. <laughs> nobody's ever playing it, but... It's an option. You know what? There's a use case for everything. That's what we Uh learned today. Even if if you're pointless, there is a use case. (laughs) Yep. In in The Witness, you play as a Fallout character who must solve puzzles hidden around an island in order to get locked back inside the bunker for no reason. Wait, really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you solve all the puzzles, and then once the last puzzle is solved, it takes you back to the bunker. Okay. Yeah. That's confusing. Uh, Uh Alternatively, in The Witness, you get isekai'd into a VR game where you must fix all the bugs throughout the world as a playtester before the game will work again and you can leave. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a good idea for a game. It's what, not. 
What if you just what if you just got sucked into Sword Art Online and your job was to fix the uh the bug that keeps people trapped in the game? They have a new VR version of uh Sword Art Online. I bet it's just as dog shit it. as the the imaginary <laughs> game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> fucking fantasy game without fucking magic. Fuck off. <laughs> Hey, you can fix that in the sequel. You couldn't even use bow and arrows. Yeah. Insane. Nothing ranged. Except for uh, throwing weapons. Yeah, it makes sense why only 10,000 people bought that game. <laughs> the the more I think first, of it, first I called first it a plot hole. against it, and then now you're arguing for it. See, he's a brilliant man. It's a perfect series. So my argument against it is that uh, in the text it's treated as this like super popular like so many people were looking forward to this thing kind of product and then only 10,000 people are playing it. But if it's just like a niche bullshit and Kirito's an idiot who only travels within circles that uh, that would be into this niche garbage game and he he doesn't have a full grasp on the world, and so he thinks that the entire world is super into this thing, then it makes more sense why only 10,000 people are playing it. It still doesn't make sense how it got funded to be built in the first place if their player base was only 10,000 people. <laughs> Ricky Kawahara is a genius. That's that's what it's coming. I could talk about the bullshit in Sword Art Online for hours, and it's not because Reki Kawahara is a genius; it's because he's a moron. <laughs> I understand your feelings. It's it, you're just accepting the fact that he is a genius. And God, it's, I can't wait to read better to Sword Art Online this week. <laughs> oh, just wait another season, and uh, we'll get back to it. Uh, both of those summaries are accurate. Both of those storylines are bullshit, too. Somehow, Thecla was able to design a game with even more non-existent storytelling than Destiny 1 and Dark Souls. <laughs> I mean, Dark Souls does have shit story. I mean, but there's so much story. There's so They're much They're really lore. bad at telling you it. No, it's there's like, lore. There's... The first no, Dark Souls than... doesn't have story. That's... It's just That's more lore. than The Witness. <laughs> and Destiny 1 was just a bad game from beginning to end, so. Nah, it got good. It got good. You didn't uh, even play it. A year or two in. Dude, the fact that there are still people playing Destiny 1 now. The servers are still up? Oh, yeah. Why? Because people are still playing Destiny 1 now. <laughs> oh, my God. Move on. Move to Destiny 2. That's where everybody is. <laughs> the Witness was designed as a love letter to Mist, which we've spoken a lot about recently. It's the season of Mist. And has many similarities, including taking place in a beautifully rendered world set on, set on an island. Also, both stories are somewhat lacking, this one more so than Mist, and potentially feature someone getting isekai'd into the story. We do love a good isekai, yeah. though. Oh, we do. I mean, the problem is that there's not that many of them. Right. The, there's, they're mostly just bad isekai. They're mostly bad isekai. <laughs> <laughs> but if you get uh, a, if you get a good one, it's real fucking uh -huh. good. It is. God. Yeah. There just aren't any. Right. 
Featuring more than 650 different puzzles with an average game time between 15 and 80 hours. That's too many puzzles per hour. It's a massive game with a lot of attention to details that has been very positively reviewed, both by publications and players alike, earning 15 nominations for various awards. Okay. Yeah. I mean... And I agree. It is a lot of puzzles per, per hour. Video game awards mean nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. There, we don't. <laughs> video games do not have an Oscars or a VMAs or anything. There's no like one event where you can look to and be like, okay, maybe I'll give a shit about these awards. Yeah, I mean, there's the game awards, but that's just advertising. Like, yeah. like I don't care about I those. Mean, all, the Oscars is just advertising. It's too. also just advertising, but. They do at least put, like, some thought into who wins what. Now, it's usually just some bullshit movie you're never going to see. But they do think about it. Whereas the Game Awards are just like, what's popular? The Last of Us 2? Best narrative. (laughs) Best narrative. The Last of Us 2. Great job, guys. Great job. So there's the Golden Joystick Awards and then a bunch of little conventions like the South by Southwest Gaming Awards, whatever. God, who cares? cares? Yeah, no. Uh, Like when I see Game of the Year Award, I'm just like, who? Why? No. (laughs) Did you say Developer's Choice? Game Developer's Choice Awards, yeah. Who, Who developer? Which developer? (laughs) <laughs> um it's at gdc i don't know what that is game developers conference i've never heard of this what is that and that's because you're a fucking moron who's barely into games Ugh. you don't have to make me feel bad <laughs> G- gdc the game developers conference is an annual conference for video game developers it's an expo networking awards show uh, featuring a variety of tutorials, lectures, and roundtables by industry professionals on game-related topics. You didn't know what this was either. You're just reading the Wikipedia. I, I mean, I am reading the Wikipedia because <laughs> it's usually the best way of telling a moron what something is. Fuck you. Because uh, that's what Wikipedia is for, is for teaching morons about things. Um, but I am incredibly familiar with GDC because I am a game developer. It's the, the one expo. I mean, there's local ones. Like I could go to SiegeCon. I have been to SiegeCon, but, um, yeah, like every year at, at, um, at college, there would be a, a big group of people go to GDC. I was just poor. Okay, next time GDC comes around, like, like, tell me, and we'll we'll do an episode on it. We'll see if their awards are worth anything. Okay. (laughs) Not his first foray into development, Jonathan Blow was introduced to gaming with the Commodore 64, which he used to program some games for himself, before going off to UC Berkeley for computer science and getting introduced to the famous game Netrek. I've never heard of Netrek. It is the third uh, online game. Third ever? Third ever. And first ever multiplayer. Oh. What were the other two doing with internet? 
they were accessing the game via the internet. So mm. it wasn't a game. Yeah. You didn't have to download the game. You could play the game on a different computer. I see. That's cool yeah. still. Mm-hmm. But okay. This is the first multiplayer game. Well, online, online game. Multiplayer online. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, after leaving uni without a degree, spent some good money there, he worked at Silicon yeah. Graphics this porting semester Doom. semester before. <laughs> just graduate! I don't understand. You spent all this money! Just graduate! <laughs> yeah, college degrees are worthless. They are. I say as I'm working to get mine. He works. Yep. He worked at Silicon Graphics porting Doom and Doom 2 to an arcade box to be played on your TV with your TV remote. Oof. <laughs> and then left to make the online hover tank game Wolfram 2. Once the dot-com bubble broke, he did contract work making games like Deus Ex Invisible War. Oh, not <laughs> not Invisible War. <laughs> yep. And Thief Deadly Shadows and Flow before working on his own game again. Braid. Oh, that one where you pretend like you're saving a woman the entire game and then the twist at the end is you were kidnapping her. Is that what it is? All I know about Braid is that you are constantly rewinding time. Yeah, like you you play through the, the sequence in order to rescue the princess, and then it rewinds time, and it shows you that you're actually kidnapping the princess. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, probably best known for its inclusion in the controversial, controversial indie game The Movie. I've never heard of this. It received considerable critical acclaim in its own right, making enough money to allow him to create his next game, The Witness. You are consistently shocking me. Am I supposed to know what indie game the movie is? Yes. Why? Why would I care? I would never watch something called that. Oh. Let's see, 2012 movie starring Phil Fish, Tommy Rafenas, Renaud Bedard. I don't know these people. It's it it's follows the um Oh it's a documentary. The, yeah, it's a documentary good. Oh wait, I know Phil Super, Fish. Yeah, Super Meat Boy, Fez, and Braid. Huh. Phil Fish is a piece of shit. He is. Which is uh, largely, uh, a lot of that's due to uh, his being an indie game, the movie. That's why people know he's a piece of shit? Yeah. Okay. That's why he hasn't made anything since Fez? I mean, also, Fez isn't a good game. It's like an alright game. No, I look at Fez and I'm like, I'm not fucking with that. Like, I've I've 100%ed Fez, but uh, I did it because of a dare and it was streamed. It looks like it's trying so, really hard to be smart. That's a very, very accurate way of putting it. <laughs> huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, we got one more fact here. Jonathan Blow himself is not all that bad a dude, 
becoming a member of Giving What We Can, a community of people who pledge at least 10% of the income to effective charities, as well as speaking out against unnecessary roadblocks set up by platforms, and lambasting games like Farmville that are focused on driving addictions and predatory systems. Well, good job. And Yeah. And that was just the facts. Has he made anything else? Uh, I mean, besides the things mentioned? Right, like after Great. The Witness in the, like the Witness. 2016 or whatever, has he made anything? He is currently working on an unnamed project. Okay, so he's one of those people who takes a while to get something out. I mean, it's it's him and like three other people. Okay. So well, listen, I don't know what he's working with. He, d- John, this man made Invisible War. he he worked on it yeah (laughs) okay let's Uh, let's talk about the hot shit i mean yeah it was lukewarm shit to be honest all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna come come in here hot yeah Uh, we're we picked this two weeks ago we did to talk about invasion of the star creatures and uh it's okay you can throw some more shade this, that week. my way i i watched it that week and then wombat didn't and so we had to push it back a little bit and then last night i got to experience <sighs> wombat live tweeting at me basically i do this DMing, every time live, we watch one of live these movies DMing the fucking movie which uh that was great really loved that Badoop, 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 badoop. <laughs> I sent like yeah. eight messages. I, I, first of all, two things. One, uh, well, basically, I never want to watch a movie with you ever. Uh, point one, because I just, I get the strong vibe that you're a movie talker. <laughs> um, if it's real bad, I will. I get the strong vibe that you're a new movie talker. I think it's... Thing two... Hold on, hold on. You shit on everything. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Like, like anything anything that exists in the world, you are just... You're like, ooh, a piece of candy to shit on. (laughs) It's like, if it exists... Wombat hates it. And Wombat's going to just be awful towards it the entire time. Now, I'll give you credit with this one. There's a lot of bad stuff with this one. Right. Like, 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 <laughs> this one earned is. it. So, so but, hold yeah, on. Th- Before we move on, I need to defend myself here a little bit. Because, first of all, I think if it's a bad movie, it's fine to talk over it. Throw on the subtitles. You can read the subtitles while you're talking. It's okay. Uh, second, mm. if, it, if I know I'm about to be talking like a lot about something, I will just pause the movie and we can have a conversation about what happened. <sighs> And then we can continue watching the movie from the point where where that happened. I think that's fair. This is my house. I can do what I want. I don't go to the movie. I don't go to the vindicated. I don't go to the movie theater and like talk up the the fucking like like throughout the movie. I don't do that. At a movie theater, I'm quiet. At home, I will talk. And I think that's fair. I was right. I was right. And also, this movie is dog shit. <laughs> I loved it. It's great. It's not. It, 
Listen, I think its biggest crime is honestly being boring as shit. I think. Oh no! This is a miserable experience. I was more oh, interested in talking to you about it than I was in watching it, and oh, you no, weren't I, even I, responding I to me. It. Yeah, no, because of course the fuck not. Why would I do that? <laughs> I, like that, you you might take that as some acceptance of of what you're doing as being good and enjoyable. Um. <laughs> We do this every time. Whenever I'm watching the anime for the fucking show, I'll text you. <laughs> I know. I'm aware. <laughs> and you'll respond um, to that. You didn't respond to this one. Mm-mm. Well, because I'm hoping that you've stopped. I, I'm hoping that you're like, you've watched it and then you're like, oh shit, look at that. That was so interesting. But with this, you're like, I could tell. I've I've seen I've seen enough live tweets. I've seen enough of your live tweets. <laughs> I don't live tweet anything anymore. Have I ever live tweeted? Yes. Did I? Absolutely. What, what did I live tweet? I don't know. It wasn't something I knew. <laughs> I you you and me are cut from very different cloths. Like I, you like one thing and I don't. And then that's the end. <laughs> um, all right, so Invasion of the Star Creatures is a 1970s film. Uh, no, it's not. Where... It is 1962. Oh, 60s. A 1960s film uh, where two army men who work at a missile base and are the bumbling uh, Three Stooges level characters of this I hated movie this. and and also the heroes uh are sent in with a team of officers that don't matter at all uh to find out um that was not a team of officers that was a sergeant and a bunch of people under the sergeant who outranked the two privates none of them were officers okay i mean they they dressed more like officers than enlisted yeah, I don't know why. Um, they were all clearly sent in there because they were the most expendable people of the base. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, they could have been a bunch of corporals. They could have been. They were not officers. Whatever. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Right, you're having so much fun talking about this movie. It must have been really great. I, I'm no, sure you really enjoyed you. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they had done a nuke test, and a cave opened up, so they needed to go check out the cave. So they sent these uh, expendables in and found uh, some plant people controlled by very, very attractive uh, alien women who were about to leave again Uh on their spaceship to go back to their planet so that they could get an army to take over their planet. So can I be honest when I, when the, when the general or whoever said not general, what was he? Is he the Colonel? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think he was a Colonel <laughs> when the Colonel said colonel we, or major or something. When the Colonel said, we just did a nuclear test and we're going to, we're putting together a team of people and it was these fucking losers. I was like, Oh my God. Are they making a movie about how the army like walked people through nuclear radiation in order to test? Why would the... you think that? 
Because I wanted it to be better than it was. <laughs> I thought it was going to have something to say about the state of the you're world in the 60s. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. That was a that was a stupid thing to think. Um, no, instead so, this is like evolution level bullshit where a magic cave opened up and there's aliens inside. Yeah, yeah. And, Except uh, evolution was, was a better movie. It was very amusing. They got lost in the cave for a bit because it's the like one they, cave they set. Have, they they have one cave set and uh, it's like three tiers and so it's just people running back and forth through these they couldn't afford um, the uh the yakety sacks or whatever the 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 benny hill theme the benny hill was theme benny, was benny hill even out in the 60s i don't know but they were doing scooby-doo <laughs> shit that would be like like best scored by the benny hill theme uh i guess it was 55 to 89 so yeah they would have had it but uh it only got really popular in 71. So hmm. Yeah. Probably you know not. what I mean though. Um it was full of fun little things like uh they one of the the two idiots um leaves out the radio at home be- so that he can fit in a f- like four course meal of uh, do you like even remember their names full roast dude i don't even remember your name like what, <laughs> what, are, you, what are you asking me i watched an anime literally right before this and i could not tell you any of the people's names in it at all i could not tell you any let me th- can i say the names of anyone in any of the anime i'm watching this season <laughs> Their names are Penn and Philbrick, by the way. Eins. Eins is the main um, uh, skeleton and overlord. Okay. That is the only character from an anime I can name. And the only reason is because I am in the fourth season of it. <laughs> so Philbrick laid out a full like four course meal on a picnic blanket. Um, yeah, that he replaced the uh, the radio with in his pack, so mm-hmm. they don't have a radio. This is never brought they, up again. They had an awesome meal. Um, it was it was a very enjoyable movie, filled with uh, lots of of laughs and funnies, and my wife and I enjoyed it all the way through, except when it got really racist. <laughs> oh yeah, when I sent you the message, surprise racism. <laughs> yeah, just uh about two thirds to three quarters of the way through the movie, uh they're running away from the very attractive women. Um No, this uh, is at and... the point where they have the colonel. No, 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 you're right. You're right. They they run away, they get back to the military and to to the base, and they talk to um the colonel. The, the colonel and convince him to go help them because he is also a member of the uh, Little Orphan Annie uh, parallel in this universe. Uh, <laughs> they've, they've got their decoder rings on. And uh, so since one of them out, the since 
Philbrick, I guess. Yes. Philbrick, Philbrick the idiot, uh, outranks They're the both colonel idiots. in the, the little orphan Annie. Um, he has a cooler decoder ring. Yeah. The, the colonel has to do what he says. So they start making their way back there. Yes. Despite like it being obvious that they should just throw a couple more nukes at the rocket and then maybe that would take care of it. Uh, or not, whatever. Um, and, I stopped paying uh, attention to the plot of the movie at this point. Like I, I had no idea back, why they, they were doing anything. Native Americans, um, and uh, they ask them to come help them. And there's a bunch of language barriers until they notice that they also have the ring. <laughs> The stupid decoder ring thingy. I will and, note, I uh, don't tur- believe these Native Americans were played by Native Americans. Oh, no. No, there's <laughs> no way. There's no way. In cinema at that time period? No. Nah. I mean, this was an independent um, movie. They could have, but they didn't. No. No, they didn't. Uh, it turns out that the chief, whatever, the... The, the biggest, strongest uh, of the uh, Native Americans was actually also in the group and was, in fact, a higher rank. So they had to do what he says now, and then they all got high off of uh, Peace Pipe and then drunk off of Fire Water, uh-huh. because of course they did. <laughs> and then eventually they all just drink themselves unconscious until they get to the point where they can escape and then they they go and that part didn't matter for the entire thing the movie wasn't long enough (laughs) so they filled time with racism yeah that's what happened yeah i mean it's just uh it's called being an american at that time gosh (laughs) you should know that Um, it's called the 60s yeah uh, so then they go and they defeat the aliens by being idiots enough to destroy the spaceship. And then because they can't, the aliens can't go anywhere. They just marry the men who also get medals for their service and, uh, drive off into the sunset with two very attractive, very, very attractive women. Very tall women. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, 10 out of 10. Also, the uh, the leader of the two women was played by a woman named Dolores Reed, and this would be her last uh, film appearance ever. No. Yeah, she... Uh, I didn't know that. She overdosed on morphine, like, immediately afterwards. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Because, again... She was really attractive. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that was hot shit. Yeah. You didn't have anything else to say about that fucking dog shit movie. I mean, I told the story of it and I said that I really enjoyed the humor of it. Okay. Kristen, Kristen and I both, we we both had a, a blast. Um, I got bored midway through the movie. So I started trying to look up facts for it. Just how I knew that last one. Um, okay. I also ran across the fact that, the original movie, like, released to theaters 
what theaters it was released to it was only 70 minutes long and when it went, when it started being aired on TV they filmed a, a new 10 minute sequence in order to fill time for the uh, the te- television channel and I'm guessing it's the very extended boring chase scene that lasts for way too long when they leave the caves and then the vegemen are chasing them through the forest and they do shit oh, like yeah. throw rocks yeah. around and see it could be there or it could be the entire native american section it could it could or... be either of those it's one yeah. or the other cuz they're both about 10 minutes long eat up way too much time and do nothing for the story yeah but that means that one of them had to have been in the movie to begin with. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure enough. So, no matter what, the, this movie could not have been saved, is my point. Um, <laughs> also, at, at one point, there's a secretary who's only in two scenes ever, and her joke is that she looks at stuff and has uh what's supposed to be a funny reaction to it and uh philbrick has had his ass lit on fire at the beginning of the movie and so he smells Mm -hmm. bad right now when he's called into the colonel and he walks into the office and she says something about it smells like burning dog or some shit (laughs) it wasn't that but yeah it was it was a very weird thing to pick out and then she leans over to put on a gas mask and i don't know they had to make a cut here and they did it very poorly because i i was watching the movie and papers like shifted across the desk like completely to a new position (laughs) i don't know why they had to do that and i i don't know why they didn't just reshoot the scene if something went wrong I mean, yeah. I get that film is expensive, but <laughs> fix it. <laughs> oh, uh. and, and at one point, Philbrick uh, gets pushed over by a vegeman, and he says, I've never had a salad toss me. Yeah, no, I love that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. Ugh. Ah. Uh. That was the movie. It was racist and boring. Yeah. And poorly made. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. So next week we're gonna yeah. be talking about a light novel. John. Uh-huh. We're gonna be uh-huh. we're gonna be reading Infinite Dendrogram, volume one. This is my favorite series of light novels at this point. Uh <sighs> It's it's going to be real good, and everybody should read along with us. I'll try not to hate it just right off the bat, but, I mean, you have just exclusively picked bad things to read. I mean, this is exclusively. true. This is true. <laughs> but this of, time- of all of the, the light novels that are on my shelves currently, none of them are from you. <laughs> but this is one that I've read beforehand. And I know is good. See, the others, yeah, I just had to guess. I just had to figure it out. But also, you don't like good things. So, like... I like some good we'll, things. We'll and I like some bad <laughs> things. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. 
Um, we're also going to be talking about what games we played, including... Oh, crap. Um, oh, God. Another mobile Eidolon. game? Eidolon is the game we will be playing this week. Why do I so. feel like that's made by Artix Entertainment? <laughs> yeah, that that does feel like it fits. Right. Um, it's not, right? But it's 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 not. Okay. No. Can you can you type I, I mean, it out I'm, here so I can see what it's I mean it's exactly as you would think, but yes, I, I will Yes. Exactly that. like that? Yeah. Okay. It's developed by Lava Flame 2. Anyways, uh yeah, so the, look the, forward the to studio those had things. a sequel? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is this like a Gynax uh, trigger situation? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Um. Oh my! Imagine if Trigger was just called Gynax too. <laughs> uh. Um. What am I looking? I mean, reading that book. Uh. Maybe. Maybe I'll beat Xenoblade, and we can talk about that. That might happen. Um. That's all I got. Hmm. What about you, John? What are you okay. looking forward to? Uh, I'm mildly w- looking forward to something that I doubt will happen. So, um, every week, Bungie does a This Week at Bungie Um uh, article where they talk about uh, what they've done with their games and what's coming up and what to look forward to the future and behind the scenes things and charity things that they're doing. And one of the things that they do every week is they do a movie of the week and an art of the week um, for, I mean, Destiny's their only current game. So uh, they focus on that. And this week, I actually produced I recorded a song where I rewrote the lyrics to a popular hymn and my wife and I sang and played it together and recorded it and uh, it it had been something we had joked around about in our clan for a while so we finally went down and did it Um, and uh, I tweeted that at them. So maybe I'll be included, but probably not. Y'all are doing a lot. Yeah. I mean, good job, though. Maybe maybe you'll get Thanks. included. Maybe. Who knows? Probably not. If you do, then we have to open the next episode with the recording of you singing oh, that gosh, song. gosh, no. Please yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, share this with someone who is uh, a hot space Nate, babe. Nate, yeah, yeah, that's better than what I was gonna. Any of the things I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> share this with someone who is a, a hot space babe, please. And uh, also, like, at us her information. Get like send um, a email us <laughs> at glowingweekpointpodcast at gmail.com. Her information. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. We I'm are taken, doing this for still, research still purposes. To me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know right. where the hot space babes are. Uh-huh. We're, we're taking a census. I mean, she, they, they really were very attractive. They were. Like, very attractive. The acting right, was we'll shit, see but they were attractive. We'll, we'll see y'all next time. Bye! Bye!